Today's daf is daf Tevav. We are holding uh, six lines from the bottom of Pehe Amud Beis. The uh, we're in the middle of a sugya. The Gemara had asked the contradiction between two rulings of Shmuel, and uh, the one ruling was based on the Mishnah in Nedarim. And the Mishnah in Nedarim, the case was if a woman made a neder kainam she'eni oise al. Uh, that she's made a nether that uh, the her ma- dayim that comes out of her uh, that, that that comes from her handiwork should be also like a carbon. It's a lotion nether. She makes a pro restricts it as a nether on her husband. So we discussed in in in, uh, in, in yesterday in detail how the Gemara Subas understands what the cases over here are. But nevertheless, just not to not to complicate things again, basically Rabbi Yochan and Ben-Nuri learned is that although the nether is not going to be chal right now, right now that the husband has nothing to worry about while he is still married to her, not on the... Uh, uh, the the basic requirement that she has to that she she's obligated to make for her husband and not on even the excess requirement because again Rabbi Yochanan Menuri holds that that belongs to the husband even if she goes above the five sloyim but nevertheless it is in his best interest to be mayfair because if he decides to divorce her once he divorces her then her ma'asidaim fall into her jurisdiction, and at that point, the nether will be chal, and if he at any point in time wants to remarry her, he won't be able to remarry her, because you can't marry a woman that you're also on her ma'asidaim. So it's better to be made for now, so that to avoid that scenario. And Shmuel came along and said, the follows, like Rabbi Yochanan and Nuri, is that, yeah, be made for now, when the woman makes a, a uh, such a neder, be made for, because of Shema Yigar Sheno. The Gemara pointed out, is that Lechora, how is it possible that you can, you have to worry about being made for, for a neder, which cannot be chal now, but it's going to be chal later, and that net is going to be chal later. So you have to be made for now for a net that's going to be chal later. How does that work? So how does that nether be chal altogether? Right? At this point in time, her ma'asiyadayim are not in her jurisdiction. So it must be, says the Gemara, that Ishmuel Paskins like Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri holds, Adamakdish Davashalaba Olam, you can consecrate something that does not yet exist. And therefore, since a, a hekdish is a form of a nether, so to nedarim can be made on something that's lobala olam. And in this case, her ma'asiyadayim, which are after gerushin, are lobala olam. Nevertheless, you can be makdish with a koach of a nether. You can make uh, prohibited with a nether. So that's why you have to be mefer. And if Shmuel's paskin like Rabbi Yochanan and Nuri, that means Shmuel also holds that you must be able to be makdish davar olam. Right, so that was what is the takeaway from a sechs nedarim by passing like Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. The problem we had is that in Maseches Ksuvis we have a <coughs> another machlokus, and in, in 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 over there we have the situation where is if a uh, uh, in that case it's the man makes a neder and he's ma'isi he's makdish the ma'isi adayim. 
of my wife. He said, I matish my wife's maise yadayim, right? So, uh, the question is, and there's actually talking about hegdish, not neder. So, Shaila is, what she makes, does it automatically become hegdish? So, we said that harezu osa v'ocheles, we were explained yesterday a number of different ways, so about a situation either where she had said, any nizonis v'eni osa, we explained how, why, <coughs> the nether is, the husband's nether would not be chal and now. And therefore, she has nothing to worry about. Uh, the question is, what about the hadofa, the moser, maisiyadayim? So there we had a machlokus about that. But at the end of the day, uh, the, the, the way the Gemara concludes over there, Rab Meir says that you have to worry about the, maybe the moser, maisiyadayim, certain aspects, is because you have to worry about that if, in fact, although right now, the husband is not able, we're talking about a situation where the husband is not able to be maktashid right now, but there is a situation where she dies, if she predeceases the husband, and now he inherits the uh, Moser Maisiyadayim, or the uh, or in, in case of the Maisiyadayim, if he inherits it, so then it becomes his, and it would become Hegdish. So, uh, that, so therefore that would be a situation where the hegdish happens after the death of the wife. Rabbi Yochanan Hasanla, not Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan Hasanla came along and said, you don't have to worry about what happens after she dies, because at the end of the day, he made the hegdish now she was alive. The fact that she dies later, that hegdish could not be chal on what happens posthumously after the death of the wife, because en olam. You can't be makdir something that does not exist in your realm of ability, is not within your jurisdiction right now. And the fact that maybe later on it'll become because she dies, olam. The problem over there is that Shmuel Paskin, the halacha is like Rabbi Yochanan Hasandler. So you have here Pasnak Yochan Minuri, which Lachora is predicated on being Makdish Davash Lobala Olam. And over there is Pasnin like Rabbi Yochanan Benuri, which of Yochan Sandler, which Lachora uh is predicated on Ain Adam Magdish Davash Lobalolam. So the end of yesterday's daf, we try to make a distinction between the Dorim and Hegdish. But we saw, the Gemara pointed out that, that that distinction is not a valid distinction. So now we're going to try, again, reconcile the two rulings of Shmuel. So let's see. So, Ella Amar Rav Huna, of Yeshua, the case of Nadorim. The case of Nadorim is talking about, now we, the takeaway by Nadorim was that she is, you have to be made for her nether for after you divorce her. Which the Chorah means it's going to be Chal after divorce of Davish Lavel Olam. That was our question. This is not a problem. Because Baumeres Yikatsha Yodai Oseyim. The Yadayim Ha'isnu Ba'olam. The case is not just she said, my Maisa Yadayim should be also to you. She said that, or the more conclusive that we say, we interpret what she was saying is that my hands, that what comes from my hands, but she made the 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 netters call on her hands that the 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 dying the handiwork of her hands should uh, will will become also to to you that is what she was saying now why does that make it a little better that more understands because the bottom line is her hands are here right now her hands are here right now so therefore since 
she is using her hands as the catalyst for the nether, so, and the hands are right now ba'olam, so that perhaps takes away the problem of adam magdish davar olam, and it's not really a case of adam magdish davar olam, because she's doing it through her hands. Now, the Gemara at this point assumes that the way it works is that she's being magdish it now, her hands now, she's being magdish her hands now, for when the Maisiadan will be in her jurisdiction. But since the heck she's starting now, being chal on her hands now, it takes away the problem of Adam, of Ein Adam Avzidavish That's the Gemara is trying, assumes what the answer that Rav, uh, Rav Huna is saying. So I'm Rav Huna, great to be Yeshua, but Meretz Yikachu Yodai Lo'oseyen. The Yodai Ma'is Naba'olam, the Yodai'im Oyen La'olam. Fred the Gemara, Vechi Amra Hachi Kitsha. Gemara says like this, why should that work? If the body that is becoming Kadosh now, because her hands in the Olam right now, it might be true. Physically, her hands are attached to her, they are hers. However, if the idea of his hands in terms of the Maisa Yadayim rights of the hands, who has the Maisa Yadayim rights of the hands right now? The husband, not her. Her husband has it. And the Mara says, if the husband has the Maizidam rights of her hand right now, so it's as if he has an equity in her hands as well. So Lechora, how, the fact that she's mentioning her hands, how does that help? At the end of the day, it can't be that it starts becoming Kadosh right now. The, I mean, the Nedra is Chal right now on her hands. How can that be Chal on her hands if her hands are not within her jurisdiction right now? That's the Mara's problem. Her hands are meshubid, are have they 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 have a lean on it from the husband. It means the husband has equity in it in terms of the rights to her hands. How can she make a nether on her hands if they're meshubid to her husband? So says the Gemara. Okay, so we have to just tweak it a little bit. We're not talking about that. She's saying that my hands should become kadosh right now. For when the Maisiyah dimes in my jurisdiction. She actually means to say that her hands will become Kadosh from immediately after she gets divorced. So now that takes it, that makes it a little easier because we're not saying that the netter is chal on her hands right now because our Shiloh was, how can the netter be chal on her hands right now if she has jurisdictional rights over her hands? She's not saying it should be chal right now, but it should be chal from the moment after she gets divorced. Now, the Gemara is, I guess, the Havamina is, but still, at the end of the day, her hands are still in existence, even though they're not jurisdictionally uh, her rights, but she's not saying the netter should be chal right now on her hands. The netter should be chal a moment after she gets divorced, and, and, but, but maybe it makes it a little better, because initially we thought it's on Maisia Dime, which don't even exist right now. It's going, the, the, the tool through which the Maisia Dime are being produced, which is her hand, does exist in this world. So maybe that makes it a little bit better for Dabr Shalobala Olam. That's the one we're assuming right now. So the Amra Lachim Megarsha, uh, <clears throat> that when I get divorced, from that moment my hands will become, uh, uh, bound by the Nedr. Sigmar says like this, but the problem is Hashtamiolamagarsha. At right now when she's proclaiming this nether, she's not divorced. If right now she's not divorced, and it's only going to be chal the moment after she gets divorced, 
That doesn't help the fact her hands are in the world right now, because right now her hands are not her jurisdictional rights, her husband's. So therefore, it still should be considered a problem of Dabr Shalom We're trying to make it that it's not a problem of Dabr Shalom so that it reconciles with the Gemara in Ksubis, which is about Hekdish, here we're talking about Nadorim, so but we're trying to make the case of the Nadorim, a Dabr Shalom not a Dabr Shalom But if you're telling me that her statement, her utterance, that my hands will be chal a moment after I get divorced, it's still a Dabr Shalom How have you helped, how have you answered the situation? So says the more like this, Hashta Miha Lomagarsha, right now she's not divorced, and therefore the hands aren't the net is not being bound. Now it'll only be bound when she gets divorced, so it still should be considered a Dovashalabalaboilam. So one says like this. So says the Gemara Umimai the Chi Amra Hachi Mahanya. So says the Gemara, that's really part of the same question. So Gemara says, right now she's not divorced, and therefore, why would you think that if she says this, it should help? The fact that her hands are in the world, they're not in her jurisdiction right now. They only come in her jurisdiction a moment after she gets divorced. Right now she's not divorced. And therefore, who, why would you think this works? This should not, this should not work. Right? So Gemara says like this. So this should still be a problem of Adam ain't Adam Magdish Davish Lobala Oilam. So Gemara says, I'm a Rav Elo. So Rav Elo said like this, Lechora, let's compare her Maisa Dayim and her hands to a case of land, a situation of Karka. Now, Uma Ilu Omer Lechaveiro. Let's say a person says, Reuven says to Shimon, Sadazet Shani Mocher Lechzu Shani Mocher Lecho. I'm selling you a piece of property, right? The moment I purchase it back, from you, Hegdish, Takdish, the produce or the land should become Kodosh. The produce, the land, let's say the land will become, belong, to become consecrated, become Hegdish. Right? So Milo Kacha, does that not become sanctified? We see by Hegdish, and this should be according to everyone, even according to the ones that hold Aramagdish, Davish, if a man says, a Ruben says to Shimon, I'm selling you a piece of property. Alright? It's not going to become Kadosh right now. When it'll become Kadosh? Only after I buy it back. Now, you don't have to sell it back to me. But when I buy it back from you, if I buy it back from you, it'll become Kadosh. And the Chorah, it is Kadosh. Now, the Chorah, the Gemara assumes that this is an analogy to our case. The same way the land is in the world right now, her hands are in the world right now, and she's not being mocked as her hands for now, she's being mocked as her hands for later when she gets divorced, same way as the man is being mocked as the land only after he buys it back, and same way it works by the case of land, so this should also work in the case of, uh, in the case of, what's his name, in the case of the uh, Maise Yadayim. That's, so, a person would say to his friend, the field that I am selling you when I, uh, now, when I'm, I'm, I'm selling it to you right now, when I buy it back from you, it should become consecrated. Is it not Kadash? So therefore, that, therefore, there is a parallel between the two cases according to Rabbi Law. 
And therefore, it should take away the fact that her Yudayim or Yivaolam right now, even though it's only become a Kadosh after she gets divorced, should take away from the problem of, of, of Dover Shalom Olam, and you have reconciled the two rulings of Shmuel. So Maskevla Rav Yirmiya, so Rav Yirmiya has a question on that. He said, I don't think your uh, analogy is a good analogy. So it's like this. Why? Because it's true. The person is selling the land. And, why, when, at the, and once that land is sold, it would not be within his jurisdiction to consecrate it. And yet he's able to make an utterance now that will allow it to become consecrated only when he buys it back. So you're saying that's analogous to the case of her Maitha Yadayim, which will only become Kadosh, her hands for her Maitha Yadayim will only become Kadosh after she gets divorced. You can't compare it. Because in the case of the land, it's, uh, the, it, if the man wanted to be Magdish the land before the sale, if he hasn't sold it yet, he, could, he would be within his jurisdictional rights to say, this land now is Kadosh. So maybe that's why it's not a problem with Dabr Shalabala Olam. Because if he could do it right now, he can also do it for later. But in the case of the Isha, right now she can't be Magdish her hands for Maisiya Dayim. Why? Or she make the nether on her hands for Maisiya Dayim. Why? Because right now they're under the jurisdictional rights of the husband. So therefore you cannot compare the case of her hands to the case of the land. Well, it says as follows. Let's see inside. Me, Dami. How can you compare the two? The case of the land that I'm selling you. The hands right, the, the land right now is in his jurisdictional rights. If he wanted to consecrate it right now before the sale, he'd be able to do so. But but the Isha right now, is it in her ability to right now to consecrate, the, uh, make a nether, binding her Maisei dime on her husband? No. It only, can only happen later on. If you actually want to make the cases analogous, one with the other, the case of her hands, the case of le- the land. The right can comparison be the following. The person says to his friend, not the land that I'm going to sell to you, but let's say a person would say, last week I sold you a piece of property. That property that I sold you, it will become, if I'm going to buy it back, and when I buy it back, it will become kadosh. That would be the comparison. Right now, it can't be Magdish land because it's already sold. And in that case, you cannot consecrate that land because it's not within your jurisdiction to consecrate it right now. So therefore, you cannot consecrate it for later either. That would be comparison to the case of Yadayim. Just as she can't do it now, it can't work for later as well. And therefore, if you tell me it does work for later, it's because Adam Magdish Darsh we still have the contradiction between the two statements that Shmuel, the two rulings of Shmuel. So when I'll buy it back from you, Taktish, me Kacha, can it become Kadosh? Can't become Kadosh. Right now it's not within his jurisdictional rights. So therefore he can't make it Kadosh of the saying when I buy it back. That's comparable to the two. So Maskivla Rapapa, Rapapa says, I don't agree with your comparison. Meaning, whether or not I agree with the Concept with 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 with, with the but to come, with, that you can be matish your your dying for later on that's that's irrespect uh, that I'm not saying one way or the other but to compare it to the case of a man who's trying to be matish land that he sold already you can't compare it me dummy is it comparable to the case gabes vino psika milsayu in the case of the land 
The land, once he sold it, is, is disconnected from him. I sold you a piece of property. I can't go over to you and say, when I buy it back, we become Kadosh, because he has no connection to that land anymore. That land is not his. It's, and it's not even connected to him. Gabe Isha, by the woman, is it disconnected from her? Is it, it's not disconnected. It's true the husband has a shebut on her hands, but at the end of the day, they still her hands. Her hands are connected to her. So therefore, maybe it's better in the case of hands than the case of a property that was sold already. If you're going to make a comparison, says Rapapa, to the case of land, comparing it to the case of Maisiyadayim, Halodami Elo La Omer Achabeiro, you want to make compare it to the following case. A person says to his friend, Let's say the case was there was a loan. And Ruvain lent Shimon uh, $10,000, and Shimon, in return, put aside a piece of property as a collateral, that if I default on my loan, then you're able to take this property in return. That's a mashka. Now, it's not a sale, it's not selling. Shimon did not sell outright the land to Reuven, because Shimon has an ability to pay off the loan, and then he will get back his property of $10,000, become fully his jurisdiction. So now, so the case over there is, and so what if he says, this land, that I haven't paid back my loan, so right now, this land is Meshubit to you. But when I pay off my loan, when I redeem it by paying off the loan, in it should become Kodosh. Now, that would be more comparis- comparable, because it's his land that is meshubed to the, to, to the, to the lender. Just as it's her yadayim, which is meshubed to the, to the husband. Now, in the case of the land, milo kadsha, would it not become kadosh? If you have land that you put up for collateral, and you say to the lender, is that I want this land to become kadosh when I pay off the loan. So now, in that case, you can make that land kadosh in such a way. So therefore, that will be comparable. So her saying is that my hands should become the maizidah, the my hands should become bound by a nether when you divorce me. That would seem to be more comparable. So Moscow of Shisha Braidrav Edi says that's not comparable either. It's true that in one way the, the, the collateral is similar to the case of the, the, the hands. That they're both, even though they belong to the owner, but they're meshubed, either in the case of the hands to the husband or the case of the land to the lender. But it's not, that's where the comparison stops. Because in the case of the collateral, it's within the borrower's ability to get the land back. In order to get the land back, all he has to do is what? He can pay off the loan, which is within his <coughs> rights to do. In the case of the Isha, the only way the Shebut is removed from her hands is if what? Is if the husband divorces her. It's not within her rights to demand a divorce. Woman does not have that ability. And therefore, even if it's not a problem of Davish Olam in the case of the collateral, it still could be a problem of Davish Olam in the case of the hands. Because in the case of the hands, she cannot, it's not in her jurisdiction, even in her ability to create a jurisdictional right by demanding a divorce. Maybe in that case it shouldn't work. So Mora says as follows. 
So can you compare the two? In the case of the collateral, it's within his ability to redeem it by paying off the loan. Isha, in the case of the Isha, is it within her capacity to demand divorce? It's not. Right? And then, so therefore, if in fact you want to compare it, if you want to compare it to a case, the Isha, the case of the land, compare it to the following. The type of mashkon that I'm not allowed to get it back for 10 years. For 10 years, I'm not going to be able to redeem it. So therefore, it's not within my capacity to redeem it right now because I have a 10-year restriction on getting it back. So therefore, that would be more comparable. When I do redeem it after 10 years, but still, he's saying that is more comparable and it still will become Kaddosh. At the end of 10 years, when he redeems it, it'll become Kaddosh. That's more comparable to the case of Yadayim, where she cannot right now demand a divorce. So when it says it's not comparable either, and it's very difficult to understand what the Havamin is. It's true that for the 10 years, the person can't redeem it. But comes year 10, he is able to redeem it. By the Isha, there's no amount of years that she can demand a divorce. So it might not be a problem when you know for sure at the end of 10 years, it's within his jurisdictional right to redeem it, even if not right this moment, but it will be in 10 years. By the Isha, it's never in a jurisdictional right to demand a divorce, and therefore you still can't compare it. It still would be a problem of Dabr Olam, and we have not resolved the contradiction in Shmuel. So, Mashkul Rav Ashimi Dami, how can you compare it to a Mashkun for 10 years? Hasam Kits, there, there's a set amount. It's a set amount, and after that set amount, it's within his ability to make it his jurisdictional right by paying off the loan. But Isha means Lakits is so. But there is no set amount by the Isha that she can make it her jurisdictional right by demanding a divorce. And therefore, it's not comparable. So, Ella, so now we're going to give another Teret that this terrorist now, we're going to try and reconcile the contradiction. Again, the problem was that in the Dorim, Shmuel Paskin, Rabbi Yochanan Benuri, and Rabbi Yochanan Benuri said that a person, his wife, made a nether, you have to be made for it, because if you get divorced, then her nether can be chow, and you're going to then not be able to remarry her. And the Morris said that pointed out, it could be maktish, because the nether is only being chal later on. It can't be chal right now. And you are what, and therefore you could be making nether right now. It's chal later on. You can be mocked as davish And yet, how could it be that in Ksuvis, Shmuel Paskin and Rabbi Yochanan Asandler. Rabbi Yochanan Asandler said that if a husband makes a nether, I'm, I'm sorry, he's makdish. If a husband is makdish, the maizhi of his wife, the din is that, shut the door, please, that if a person is makdish, the ma'asidam of his wife, is that l'chora, you have to worry about any of the excess, or maybe even the ma'asidam itself, that, he, that the hekdash will be chal, not right now, but it'll be chal when she dies and he inherits her. L'chora, there Shmuel Paskin, and Rabbi Yochanan, and, 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 and Rabbi Yochanan says, you do not have to worry about that. Rabbi Meir says, you have to worry about that. Rabbi Yochanan says, you don't have to worry about that, because it's Dabr Shalom And Shmuel Paskin, Rabbi Yochanan that says, you can't be Matish Dabr Shalom So how do we reconcile the two? Comes along the Gemara and says the following. Now, in order to understand what the pshat over here is, I want to preface the following and then we'll circle back over here. 
we have two types of We have two types of hegdish, right? Intensities of hegdish. There's kedusha saguf, where the item intrinsically is kadosh, and then you have kedusha's damim that it's kadosh for its value, but it's not intrinsically kadosh. And one of the big differences between the two is that you can redeem for money a Kedusha's Domin. A Kedusha's Aguf, like for example a carbon that has to go on Mizbeach, can only be redeemed if it gets a blemish and it's no longer fit. But it, it, in, if it doesn't have a blemish, you cannot redeem it. Now, the Kedusha's Domin doesn't only have to be better Kabai, so you donate something for the upkeep of the base of the English. That's for sure Kedusha's Domin. Whatever you donate is going to be used for its value. But it could also be, a person can say, I'm, I'm giving... Uh, uh, a certain item that the, should be sold and using the money to go and, and buy an animal from Mizbeah. It's still considered a Kedusha's Domin because the item itself is not going to go on the Mizbeah. It's not intrinsically Kadosh. It's for the purposes of redeeming, of selling. That's the two types of Kedusha. Now, Neder, interestingly enough, a Neder, if a person makes a Neder, we said it is a, has a certain level of sanctity. Would we compare a Neder Kedusha's Aguf or would we compare a nether kedushas domin? Now, says the Gemara, is that a nether cannot be redeemed. If you restrict something with a nether, you cannot go and say, okay, I'm gonna, uh, this apple which became other nether, here's, uh, twenty dollars, and the money should become cut, restricted, and, 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 no, it doesn't work that way. A nether is not redeemable. So, therefore, a nether falls under the category of kedushas aguf, not under the category of Kedusha's Domin. Why is that important? Because we're going to see that the Kolach of Hegdish, specifically the Hegdish of Kedusha's Aguf, has the capacity to break a Shibud. What do I mean by that? Let's say uh, Ruvain lent Shimon $10,000. And Shimon took his cow and said, this cow will be the collateral for the $10,000. If I default on my loan, you, Ruvay, now become the owner of a brand new cow. Okay? Now, the halacha is that what happens, and even if Shimon did not get paid, but he says, I am donating this cow to be brought in the base of Mikdash as a korban. A hegdish. I'm making an hegdish. The halacha is the koach of hegdish breaks the shibud. That hegdish supersedes the lien. And the animal will become kadosh. The, le- the loan is still, you're still obligated to pay him back the $10,000, but Ruben cannot collect that anymore. Because the power of hegdish breaks a lien. So what, what, uh, what, what Rav Ashi wants to say is the following. From Ksubis, the fact that Shmuel Paskin, like Rabbi Yochanan Hasandler, that you don't have to worry about that, that your, your nedr, your hekdish is going to work on, uh, something that your wife produces and then will be around after she dies and then the hekdish will be chal, because ain't not a magdish davar shalobala olam. That is Shmuel Shita. Ain't not a magdish davar shalobala olam. Our question was, then how can Shmuel also pass from like Rabbi Yochanan and Nuri that if the woman made a, 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 a neder 
prohibiting her a dime on the husband. He says that you have to be mefer because if you divorce her and the a dime is no longer in your jurisdictional rights, it's hers, that it could be chal. The reason is because we're talking about a situation where she said, Yadayim lo'oseim, right? Her hands become kadosh for, become, what comes out from her hands becomes konum, comes, uh, uh, restricted like a korban. Becomes like, like a nether. And our question was, but her hands are meshubit to the husband. If her hands are meshubit to the husband, how does that help? Teretz is, because if she's making a nether on her hands, a nether works like hegdish, and if it works like Hegdish, it breaks the husband's shibud. Since it breaks the husband's shibud, that's why it will be chal, and that's why the husband has to be mefer. Now, the one is going to ask immediately, if that's true, then why do you have to say that you should be mefer because of what happens after they get divorced? If you've broken the husband's shibud on her hands, then you should have to be mefer for what she produces right now, even before they get divorced. That's the one is going to ask in a moment, but let's see. Someone says like this, Elam Rabashi, Shanikonamos, that Nadorim, when you say something's Osir, with a nether, which works like, like Hegdish, like the Kedush Zaguftami. What type of Hegdish is a nether? It's the status of a Kedush Zaguftami. Ukarova, and like Rava said, Amarova, Hegdish, we just said, Kedush Zaguft breaks a lean. Chametz also breaks a lean. If you go to your friendly neighborhood, uh, <coughs> Gentile, and you borrow from him, $10,000, and you put up your whiskey collection as collateral, and comes along Pesach, the fact that you, he has a shibud, he has a lien on your whiskey, is not going to protect that whiskey from becoming usser over Pesach, which is going to ostensibly break the lien, because now you're not allowed to use it to pay off the loan, because you're not allowed to be nana from that, because it became Osir Bahano. So therefore, so Chometz also, the Isra Chometz breaks the Shibud. And the last one is Shikhrur. Let's say you put up your Evet Kanani as the collateral on your loan, and then before you pay up your loan, you decide to let your Evet Kanani go free. The Koach of Shikhrur breaks the Shibud as well. So Hegdesh, Chometz, and Shikhrur, Mavkin Midei Shibud, they, uh, Break the, the shibud that the, uh, that the lender had over them. So therefore, here too, the shibud that the husband has on, on the Isha's hands are broken by her nether, restricting the husband from him. I see a dime. So then why did, uh, the, uh, the, why did Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri say that you should be mefer because of maybe she'll get divorced and then the neder will be chal. The chorah, the neder should be chal right away. Because what's stopping the neder be chal is the husband's shibur. But you're telling me neder overrides the shibur. So therefore it should break. It should be shibur. So therefore, <coughs> so therefore why do you have to say shemigarshena? Now the girsa over here, the bach, and he brings down, and Mephorosh says the same thing, he makes it align with the exact same sugya in Meseches Nedarim. I mean Meseches Ksuvis. Let me explain it outside, and we'll see the gears of the Bach, how it fits into our Gemara. But the Gemara Nedarim says like this, technically you're right. Technically, if she, what she should, what should happen is, if she says, I'm making a neder on my hands, to be on my hands, that you're my, the Maisi Adayim, that is going to come from my hands, will be, 
also restricted to you as a neder. It's no longer darshal v'alom because it's going on her hands. Technically, it should be chal. It should be because we said in the darim break a shibud. However, the chachamim said it's going to happen is any time now a, 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 a woman is upset at her husband, she can break the shibud of ma'aseh daim by making a neder. So what the rabbis did instead of making the husband just a like a uh, a lender. Over the, having a lien on her hands, they made her the owner. He made him the owner of her hands. And therefore, making him the owner, she does not have the ability to be mafkia. It's not being mafkia shibut because he owns it. That they strengthened his shibut to become like an owner. However, they only did it up until the point of divorce. At the moment, divorce takes place, so then he is no longer an owner of her hands. And not only that, even retroactively, Retroactively, the hands were considered to be hers. Now, why, why is that? But still, to make the netter on her hands right now, it can't work, because the Chachamim said, you're not the, it's not just the she, but he's the owner. But since, as soon as you get divorced, then the hands are no longer considered to be like your husband's, so it takes away, it, um, it takes away the problem of Davar Shalobala Olam, because the hands are Ba'olam, and technically, technically they're her hands. It's just the strengthening of the Chachamim made it considered like he's the owner. And the way we show that it's not his the owner is because immediately after Gerushin, that we said immediately after, retroactively it becomes like it's her hands, therefore you need to be made for, but you're being made for for the moment after Gerushin. That's what you're being made for, for that purpose. That's why it takes away both the problem of Davar Shalabala Olam, and also it's not Chal immediately right now, it's in terms of being made for, for the Maisei Adayim right now, it's only for what happens after, uh, after Gerushin. That, now how do we read it into the Gemara? So the Bach, if you take a look at the Bach, the Girs of the Bach, the Aleph, he says, Nira Ba'ena, the Verak Afal Pigarsina, the right Girsin Avis, Almur Rabban the Shibud of the Baal, the Chachamim strengthened the Shibud of the husband, Kiech de Lotagdish Mehashto, to prevent the woman from being able to consecrate her hands that the Maisadayim should be Chal right now. And he says the Mephorish seems to have that. But anyway, that's not, that's the Girsa, is the right Girsa in Al-Gomorrah. And now we reconcile the two statements. Shmuel actually holds, And even in the Dorim, why do you have to be made for, for the moment after Gerushin? Because technically, you, the neder her, uh, that she makes should break his the husband's shibud even right now. It's only because of these chizuk that the chachamim gave to the husband, but it is retroactively chal from the moment of gerushin, and that's why you have to be made there right now for the case of shemigarshana. Okay, let's go to the next mishnah. So we have a man that has both a father; he's a father and he's a husband. So he has now two jurisdictional rights. He can be made for his wife's Nadarim, and he can also be made for his daughter's Nadarim. She's a Nara, let's say. They can be made for her Nadarim as well. Now, those lines of communication got mixed up. They told, he understood that my daughter is the one that made the Nadar, and he was made for the daughter's Nadar, but really who made the Nadar? Wife. wife. Or the other way around. We're going to see that that hafora doesn't work, or even kiyum, the Ron says. Whether it's hafora kiyum, you need to know who made it, 
Are you working as father here? Are you working as husband? That's going to be one first distinguished learn. So, so the other commissioner, Nadra Ishto, his wife made the nether with Sover, and he thought to Nadra Bito that it was his daughter who made the nether. Nadra Bito, his daughter made the nether with Sover, and Nadra Ishto, he thought it's his wife that made the nether. Nadra and Nazir. Now, what happened was the type of nether she was made was a Nazirus. And he thought that it was like a regular never, a regular konam. She made a nether, something should be also to like a korban. He didn't realize what she did was an azirus, not just answering something out on her like a korban. Or not a korban, or she answered herself something as a korban. He thought that it was not of a nazir. So either he was made for a makayim, the, a wrong type of nether. Or the, the last category, Sinadra Benetain. He knew the type of nether, he just didn't realize the right thing. He, she made the nether on Te'enim on figs. He thought that she made the nether on grapes. Nadra Minanovim, she made the nether on grapes. Savish and that he made on grapes. So therefore, even though he heard it, and he could have heard it a couple of days ago, but what he thought was the wrong, was wrong. Either it was wrong because it was the wrong person, it was the wrong type of nether, or it was the wrong item, the clock does not stop. Tick, start ticking only when he's corrected and understands exactly the type of nether who made the nether and the specifics of the nether only then will the clock start ticking and he still has the full day to be made for, a, uh, made for the Haraiza Yaxavi offer he can go back and be made for General will stop over here <laughs>